This is Boat Crew RPG with The Learning Curve. Welcome back. Where we last left off, the Redeemer just had a big old fight with Bull Rush and came out the victor. But not without some bruises and maybe a few hurt feelings on the team side. But you won. So you head out of the arena and you head back up to the to the stands. Do you do you join your friends or do you immediately go over to Char? I'm gonna go to my friends because I'm feeling angry, insecure, and guilty. Um, and I now that the the heat of the battle's wearing off, I realize I just yelled at Tony for no reason. And that's messed up. So I'm going to go make amends with my friends. All right. So, Tony, you won the bet. You get you collected your money. How much money did I get? I'll say you, you get the value of your uh, of your spikes times two back. 30 bucks. That's decent. <laughs> <laughs> We're rich. All right. So the th- three of you are together again. What are you talking about? Jennifer is going to walk up to Tony, kind of like head hanging low, and say, hey, uh, sorry I yelled at you. I just kind of got lost in the heat of the moment. That was fucked up. I shouldn't have done that. All right. If you want to make an official roll for that, comfort support, roll plus your mundane. All right. Oh, shit. Five. All right. You failed. Damn it. Really? The dice today are not in our favor. Um. So Tony is like, no. No, you shouldn't have. And he's they are still clearly mad. Do you, I don't know does, what to, came does over Tony me. withhold the money from uh Redeemer or do they still give over like some of it? Well, here's the thing. Tony only said that to Alicia and never ah. to Redeemer. Um so I think instead of splitting it because Tony was going to split it 10 10 10. Um they just give Redeemer like five and be like, here, go in your in your dinner thingy. And then he, then they walk off. She kind of feels even worse now seeing that he was um was holding this money for her. And she tries to give it back, saying, like, no, no, come on. Thanks, but I don't it doesn't it doesn't feel right, you know. Don't insult them more. Shit. And she kind of looks at the money, looks at Tony, looks at Alicia, not really sure what to do. Um, she wants to give it back, but she trusts that Alicia knows Tony more intimately than she does. So she'll kind of awkwardly accept the money and say, thanks, Tony. I don't deserve this and I don't deserve you as a friend, but thanks. Yeah, there's no responses. Tony just keeps on walking. You might have won, but you lost more than you get. I haven't seen Tony walk away from someone like that before. Period. Tony walked away that walks away from people with someone, not by themselves. Alicia, I get it. All right, I get it. I messed up. I know. It was in the heat of the moment. Do you think it? Do you think that shit was easy down there? Of course not. It's not supposed to be easy. That's why it's a fight. I know I shouldn't have yelled at Tony, but. I was pretty pissed at the moment. It's not his fault. I know that. But that guy down there, he was talking about you guys, and it just really freaking pissed me off. Everybody we face is going to be talking trash about us. 
That's kind of what they're going to do. Yeah, but he was clearly doing research on more than just me. He was doing research on the two of you. That's what pissed me off. He didn't have to do research heavy. My brother insulted us both that way in front of the anchor for TV. Yeah, he didn't have to bring you into it. This was between him and me. I didn't bring his little goon friends into it, did I? And shit, now I now I pissed Tony off. You're going to have to do something big to make things better with Tony. Like I'm what? not sure what, but it, off the top of my head right now, but you're going to have to do something pretty big. Damn it. And you're at this right. point, Char walks up with her entourage. Um, I tried my best to stiffen up, um, but I think on my face it still shows that I'm upset about something. So I, I try to look confident, but I think she can see that I'm struggling. All right. Alicia is going to go into her wallet, grab her last 60, because she did say she would cover 60 if Redeemer won, hand it over and say, well, you won. I got someone to chase down now. She takes the money and it kind of feels like dirty money. Um, And she just kind of like holds it in her hand, not even puts it in her pocket and says, yeah. I won. You think it'd feel better than this? Victory not so sweet, says Char. Uh, she kind of turns to face her, crosses her arms, and goes, "Um, turns out winning is a lot more complicated than I thought it was. Somehow, still managed to lose, even though I won. Crazy how life works. It depends on the depends on the people." So, um, wait. Uh, what Alicia just said in the chat. All right. All right. So, uh, do you want to? Uh, do you want to officially make that like a lashing out to uh, like ang- an anger for Alicia? I think that really kind of was. She literally did the, you know, I'm disappointed in you mom kind of behavior here as the team mom. Because you she hurt Tony. All right. So uh, I think if you want to do that, you would have to officially like, like give Al- give Redeemer another give a condition. What's left at this point? You have two. Uh, I have three. I have angry, insecure, and I have guilty. And, and the two left to mark. Oh, okay. Um, that leaves hopeless and afraid. I guess hopeless would be accurate. Do you want to do? That's up to Alicia. Do you want to do that? If you, you can clear your condition, if you give uh, a, a redeemer a condition. Honestly, I'm tempted to just roll it as a provoke here. If she feels bad because of the provoke. The condition transfers. All right, roll. Um, I'm a mind. Nope, that works out to an eight for provoke. All right, you did it. The condition transfers. You clear. You clear anger, and she marks hopeless. Done. So as you were saying with Char. So yeah. Uh, okay. So you got vicious in there. Not bad. Yeah, I just didn't think he'd go for low blows. You'd think that'd be one of the rules or something. Well, I f- you tend to find that rules are only as good as the people who can enforce them. Yeah, I've heard that line somewhere, I'm sure. But regardless of how I won, I still won. That you did. And that so, means... Did you want to go on that dinner? Um, She kind of looks herself over and she says, uh, I don't think this would be doing you justice, me covered in dirt. So how's about... A rain check. Sometime that works for you. 
time and place up to you. And I show up cleaned up. <laughs> oh my God, you are just adorable. And at this point, she literally reaches out a hand and just sort of cups your face, cups your cheek. I'm feeling because I, I'm thinking that because Jennifer already feels insecure and hopeless, she's reading this as Char being condescending to her. Um, and she kind of like jerks her face away and says, Hey, just because I offered doesn't mean you have to take me up on it. If you're not, you know, if you don't want to come, you don't have to. No, just normally I don't normally I don't really have offers to hold off on a date till someone cleans up. Well, I'm it's not going to go it's a new dirty. Thing. Not going to go dirty. That's disrespectful. And you're, you know, you're worth more than that. I haven't really heard anyone tell me that before in a while. All right. I'll take a rain check then. I'll get back to you then. I'll let you get cleaned up, get the, uh, you know, work out the uh, the post-fight uh, aggressions out. It's a date then. With just the word date, um, Redeemer kind of gives off this goofy smile and, you know, her cheeks are getting a little flushed. And she says, yeah, date. Um, how are you going to find me? Well, I mean, I could hire a dartboard. He's good at tracking people down. Or uh, you have a you have some kind of contact information? Like a just burner phone? She thinks about it. She says, you know what? Dartboard is a really good idea. And in the back of her head, she's thinking, we've got his card. We've got his information. Maybe I can use it to to send her flowers or something sweet like that. Um, so she goes, you know what? Yeah, Dartboard knows where to reach me. Go through him. All right. I can't give her my number, Alicia. I only have one phone, and it's my real phone. <laughs> so um, she's going to nod and say, uh, till then. Till then. And she'll turn around, and like she still has her arms crossed. You know, She's trying to look cool, but she's really hugging herself with her arms, trying to control the 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 crazy amount of hype energy she has right now. But as she feels hype, she the, the natural instinct is to pull out the phone and tell her friends. But now she feels, again, very dejected because they're mad at her and she has no one to share this moment with. All right. And so you're, you're feeling that. And then all of a sudden, everyone hears, it sounds like a bell ringing in the distance, like a very deep, large bell in the distance. Now, Alicia and Jennifer, the both of you, you know what this means, and you know that this is a signal for oh oh shit, get into lockdown, you'll get somewhere to safe. Tony, you have no idea what this means. You've never heard this before in your life. And so all of a sudden, Tony, you watch as everyone around you immediately like they you see them spring into action. All of them go either go everyone either goes, Okay, man the walls, get 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 the get the turrets up, get everything pointed in the direction of the thing. And it, Everyone else, get into those safe zones. Now, now, go, 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 go. Every, as everyone starts, you know, getting into like a, you know, like a, a sort of two battle stations. Yeah, I think Tony is going to follow the horde, um, falling into a line immediately. With who? Are you going to go to, like, just get on, like, the guards along the wall or going to go hide? Uh, they're going to join the guards on the wall. And again, so you have no idea what's going on. Alchemy and uh, Jennifer and Redeemer, you know what this is. 
you this is like a thing you've been told like you know in like in like drills in school or when you were a child or whatever is that this is clearly a, like that is the sound of a, like basically a scar approaching and you know that's a very big essentially that's a shorthand for big monsters that will if it if you if it gets too close might kill you and probably will kill you if it gets too close but that's why the walls are there, and that's why the reality anchors are there, so they don't get close, and that's why you, they stay away from the cities. So, with that in mind, alchemy. You, you realize suddenly Tony is going off with joining the crowds. Like, you realize, oh wait, Tony is young enough that they've never encountered this before. They never ran the drills. Alchemy is running after Tony. At this point, she knows that Redeemer has been making their own decisions, and Redeemer already can, knows what's going on tony needs someone right now more than redeemer does in alchemy's mind definitely so alchemy's going to be chasing after tony through the crowd as tony is heading towards the wall will probably be yelling tony a couple times but that's going to be lost a lot in the chaos unless tony's super ears are super pinpointed towards a friend but I don't know, given how upset Tony is. No, I think Tony is has a different mode engaged right now than that. All right, so Tony, you get up on the wall and you join like the uh, you join like the guards and a few other the uh, the, uh, you know, the the bystanders up on the wall. Like they either have web guns pointed or they have powers pointed. You know, so you see Charl have like you know like fireballs start like orbiting around her. Okay, um, I think, or actually I know, Tony is going to, um, are the, wait, where's the, what is the range right now that we are working on? Okay, so, or, so right now, so it's, it's, so basically like, you know, you guys, there's the wall behind you, essentially, like the city is, you're in the compound with like its own, like smaller fortified walls and everything. And then further out away from the city, you he- that's where you hear the bell ringing. Right. And then, and then so hear- that it's not within range yet. Yeah. So, and it, it, again, it's out since it's further away from the city. It's it's night, and there's no power out there, so it is pitch black, and there's no moon, so you can't really even for you, Tony, you can't see anything out there. It's too dark. But as you turn your ears off, you can hear. It sounds like a lot of feet coming towards you. A lot of feet, as in behind me. No, as in a lot of feet, uh, as in like a lot of feet moving in at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's it's coming from okay. It's like it's, um, it's, yeah. So it's like uh, I guess it's ahead of you. You're you're facing in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, do you, yeah. Do, yeah, you, yeah. Do, you, do you share this news, or do you just sort of let it happen? No, I think Tony is right now in the mode of. Being a combatant in a peloton, so uh, yeah, just shouting that back immediately. And then you, you hear people say, "Horde incoming! Horde incoming!" And I'll say, "Tony, you're one of the." I'll say, "I'll say, Alicia, you like managed." By the time you get to Tony, you you start hearing the noises yourself. And Tony, you're the first one of the first ones to see. Like, there's just a horde of. Like they go, they only come. You can't really tell how big they are, but they have looks like three arms. You think th- maybe three legs? You can't really tell. It, there's too many of them, and they're too, moving too fast. 
but there's a lot of them, and they're coming right towards out of the dark. Oh boy, that is a lot. Um, can I realistically turn my back, launch the back spikes, and then let that rain down on them? Uh, they're not close enough yet, but you definitely. Yeah, that's hear... what I figured. Yeah, but the, uh, the, uh, the, but then I'll say like someone says, "Open fire!" and then there's just a whole bunch of, you know, guns go off. You know, f- fireballs go flying, and it, you can definitely tell, especially with the fireballs, like they illuminate a horde. I mean, like it's just like a solid mass on the ground as they come towards you. Like just the sheer amount of fire going out from the defenders, like clears a lot of them, but you still see like enough manage to get close enough, and they start climbing the walls. Then you now you can do the back spikes, and so the Alicia, back spikes it is. And so Alicia, you see this, and what, where's where's Redeemer in all this? Like, would you would Redeemer be up on the walls, or would they? Will she be more like a you know on the with the hiding away? Up to you. I don't think she'd be hiding. I think she'd go wherever Char went because she right. was closest to her the last time. All right. So you're so you're on the wall, but you're all in a different group than uh, Tony and uh, Alicia. All right, so I'll just say you know I, I'm gonna make you guys roll on this. I'll just say the horde, like some, the the horde, stemmed out a lot, but there's still like a good number of them reach, reach hit the walls and start climbing over them. I mean, Alicia's uh, got things that make fire and acid and all sorts of nasty things to stop people climbing a wall, and she's pretty certain that those aren't people or people-like things in her head. Yeah, no, they're not. That's one of the things like your parents taught you, and even when you got left, the parents that the people in the city said, "Yeah, those aren't people. They never were people." Yeah, she's gonna rain down alchemical hell on them. Simple as that. So I'll just say chaos breaks out as the things co- co- come and swarm you. Like again, like this time when you see one on one, they definitely have three arms and looks like they have three legs. And they're, they don't really have mouths so much as they have, it looks like they have small, like, pincers that try to grab things. And the, th- the, the thing, key thing is, they don't try to kill people. They, you see, like, as you fight them off, it seems like they, their main interest is they're trying to grab people and drag them away. So, all three of you, I'll say, give me a, you can either choose to directly engage a threat, or you can choose to roll the defend. You get to pick, you get to pick. Um, uh, Catroni is going to roll to defend. To defend. All right, and and during all this, uh, I'll say alchemy. You managed to see Re- Reggie, like he in particular, he happens to like be uh, uh like uh, four of them have, have grabbed him and just starts trying to drag him away into the dark. Well, if I can save him with my defend roll, I will save him with my defend roll. Go ahead. I roll the seven. Whoa! I rolled a seven, though. Um, not as impressive, but still. All right. So Tony, you managed to, uh, you managed to like you know, clear the numbers a bit, like in your immediate but you're 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 just sort of keeping things level. I'll say, Alicia, you managed to not you managed not only to save uh, uh Reggie, but you managed to like clear like a bit of a a gap, make a bit make a bit of a gap in the horde as. You maybe you should make like a no man's land for them, just for like you know like you acid grenades, you got foam grenades, you got all kinds of alchemical stuff. Hold on, you 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 basically you make like a safe zone for people to run to. I probably had some kind of a nice barrier thanks to all that um, 
wonderful goo I've been researching. Oh yeah, I believe we there. talked about that last time. Yes, you you get you get some uh uh you know barrier you know ooze barrier grenades, some fast forming walls. Now, Redeemer, what do you? I'm also choosing to defend. I'm going to defend Char, since I'm all assuming right. she's all up at the front. Um, yeah, and so she, you definitely tell like her powers. It's not great for up close. It's her her fireballs tend to explode a lot. Okay, so definitely choosing to protect her. Um, I rolled an 11 for that, so I succeed. And the action that I choose to take is to clear my condition insecure. All right. I will also allow Alicia to, to if you want to clear a condition, because you rolled 13. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That puts me down to having only guilty left. Okay. So I'll say with uh, Redeemer, you managed, I'll say you managed like clear like a section of the wall that. You managed to make the part of the wall safe, so like the like the the horde has to go around your barrier area. So the fight, so things continue, and it like again I said, it's it's chaotic. There's you know bits of monster everywhere. You have to you have to throw them off. You at one point or another, each of you gets like dog piled by them, but then you get either get saved by your by others or you manage to fight them off yourselves. But I will say, all of you mark one condition. Just because it, it's it God is a, damn you. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm tr- I'm trying to. It's it is a big event thing. It is it is not. This is not something that just happens and be like, oh, this was just fine. This is a. It's like a boomerang. You get rid of one, you get another one right back. Well, next time. Well, this is what happens when you go beyond the wall. It's a dangerous place. That's why there's a wall. Uh, I'll go with hopeless, which I hadn't done for a long time because. I've been doing crazy amounts of landscape-altering messes, and they're still coming. I'll do Afraid, because I haven't had that in a while. All right. What's Tony doing? Well, once again, uh, Redeemer and I are on the same line, because I have also checked Afraid. Um, I'm on four out of five conditions. So that's, <laughs> but, but, but technically, technically, I rolled a seven on my defend. Shouldn't I be able to also clear a condition? Let me see what it says. Uh... It says on a seven to nine, pick one of the, one of the following. Add to the team pool, take influence or clear condition. Or yeah, because it's not a PC thread. Okay, I'll allow that. Yay! Then I will not mark my afraid and just pretend that I uh, unchecked and rechecked insecure. All right. So for and so that's time. Okay. So since I'll say you have to expose, you either expose yourself or to danger, or you escalate the situation. You got to pick one. I think I think expose would be the most appropriate for this one. All right. So yeah, I I'll, agree. So I'll say. Tony, you 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 like you start you, you get like deep you get like deeper into the horde and this t- you can all of you can clearly tell this is that the horde is clearing away now like it is it's they're leaving now but there's still a lot of them left so I'll make you have to do so Tony you you have overextended yourself and you get ganged up now Alicia you can roll to defend her defend defend Tony sorry to defend them and at the same time Jennifer you see. Bull rush getting dogpiled. Up to you. What up to you? What you can do to about that situation? Let's start with well, Alicia. Well, Joaquin, we'll, 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 we'll come to you when it's appropriate. First, we're going to do with the team. 
I got a 10, thanks to that plus one for having influence on Tony. So for defend, okay. Yeah, just barely was able to get into the upper tier on it. All right. So you 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 describe how you save Tony. I'll let you do that. All right. Um, I see a bunch of them crawling over Tony. I'm like literally reaching into my drone for like the last spare grenades that it's passing up to me, backpack like to hand up because I'm running really low and there are several of them there. I'm feeling like I'm going to be sick at this rate too. So I run over there, throw a big flash bang in them that moves everything, distracts them, gets a couple of them off, and then give in to that horrible urge I have to just kind of be sick and vulture-like puke out a pile of acid on the ones right in front of me. And I'll say, melting yeah, it's, things it's, up. it's not strong enough to actually do fa- any face melting, but it is definitely enough to go, oh, my eyes. Exactly. And while they're freaking out over that, it lets me kick them right over the edge of the wall. All right. So, yeah, Tony, you definitely saw that. And, you, and if you want to, you could either add team or or take influence or, or clear condition. I'm going to clear the condition because I suddenly have hope. I was able to save Tony. Okay. Now, Redeemer, you see Bull Rush getting dogpiled. What do you do? Well, storyteller, thanks to somebody giving me four conditions of angry, guilty, hopeless, and afraid, and considering this man made me very angry, Redeemer feels that he deserves to get dogpiled, and she's not going to leave her her lovely char uh, to go save this man. (laughs) All right. So... By the way, I just want to let you know, if you do do this, like you, you like I'll say, you, I'll just so you get the full implication, like he probably will not survive this if they, if they drag him off fully. He probably, you know, you, like, you don't know exactly what's going to happen to him, but you definitely know he probably will die. Just 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 so you know, the full implication, just for the full consequences. I get it. Uh, but at the same on the same, you know, the same hand, I can't let char die and she's done nothing to me so if someone's gonna get injured and she has a choice of who it is it's gonna be the person who has threatened her identity her friends and was just trying to kick her ass minutes ago versus the woman that she has a crush on and who's been nothing but supportive to her i mean that makes sense to me all right just just want to make sure you know the full weight of what you're doing it's not a good feeling but it wasn't going to be good no matter what I did. All right. So I'll say you don't want to really, you, you see this and then like you had, a, you, this, you clearly have an opportunity to save him and you let it go by and they drag him over the wall. Uh, he like managed, he like, you know, he managed to like, you know, snag onto like a light as he goes off. And you clearly see that you can you clearly see like the, the, the trail of the lights as it goes off into the dark. The bell rings again in the distance. It sounds closer this time. And, it sounds like it's above you. I'll say, you know, like a lot of the monsters retreat. You know, all of you have a chance to catch your breaths and do everything as, you know, the, the light still goes further and further out into the dark. You hear, if you like a wind move across your, the wind blows all of a sudden, and you hear something move big move in the air as something swoops down and plucks up the lights that you see in the distance. You see, you can't, at first it's 
you can't tell what's happening with it, but then the, you see like the light move upwards, and you, you think uh, all of you, I'll say all of you can see this. You think you see a light illuminate, looks like are those arms or pincers? You know, you can't tell. It's you just see rows upon rows of like limbs as they move the light further up the body. It's a long body, lots of rows upon rows of limbs. You think you see glimpses of wings as they flap around as it starts as it circles around the compound. The light goes further and further up. You hear the bell sound again, and then the mouth is illuminated by the light. It's too far to really make out any, any details, but you think you see... It doesn't really look like it has teeth. It looks like more arms. And it looks like they, they grab the light, and then the light breaks. And then the bell sound rings out again, directly from where the mouth is. And at this point, I'll say Jennifer and Alicia, you've you've seen like you've been you've had enough of the uh, uh, you've you've had enough like your know, PS safety PSAs to realize oh that's the that's the Lindworm, and then it's just dark and quiet, and the bells and the, you hear the bell just they just go further and further away from you. What does this worm mean to us? So you guys know that. You've been told, like you know, back like back before you, just before you guys were born, most of you, like you, you like you know, like that was the whole thing about the alternate Earth thing. And then when people, like when they finally stopped, like the the multi, like the alternate Earth, like from shuffling against each other, you know, they stopped it. However, there, like in the aftermath, there were some like monsters, almost like seemed to pop up out of nowhere, and they seemed to like. Like, no one knows why, but they seem to like actively want to like take like, restart the process, like try to like 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 tear holes in reality itself. However, and so for a while they, they were very dangerous, and that they they were part of the reason why you know their cities are walled off and have fortifications, and there's just wastelands. However, you also know that if they get too close to the cities. You know the heroes and everyone. They you can take them down. They can be killed. Only though, if they get close to the cities, if they're away, if they're not close enough, and they're outside of the, uh, if you go too far outside, they are a lot tougher. And honestly, the the what people do is they try to avoid them as best they can. I think my instinct is going to be at this point, if Char is safe, to try and look for my friends. All right, you do that, and I'll say. I'll say all of you will regroup and, you know, take a moment to think about your situation. Yeah, I think Alicia is breathing really heavily right now and was probably just like double checking, triple checking on Tony after everything that happened. And also um, sort of simultaneously, because you did mention he was nearby, congratulating Reggie on how well he did. Because she has a lot of fond memories of the lost ones in general, like like I've been implying a lot, even if she doesn't know a lot of them by name. And probably when Redeemer is walking over there is when she's saying, "So what is your name now?" It's uh, I picked something that I wanted. To, I wanted to sound stupid now, Gerald. I wanted something that wasn't wolf. I wanted something 
normal person-ish. Well, Gerald is a very normal name. So think you I think you did it. Yeah, I mean, um, I've actually met one or two Jerry's, you know, in the last couple of years, and they've been nice people. It's a good way to make it sound, you know, friendly and informal too, if you need to. Right. But don't go spreading that, okay? That's all that's only my friends call me that. Everyone else just gets to call me oh, Call me Alpha when we're out in public. It's, it's the wolf thing. It's, you know. I get it. Uh, you had a command. I understand. <sighs> well, if we run into each other, let's try and avoid any avoidable conflict. She'll reach out a hand. Yeah. And I don't care if you're too young. Next time we see you, I'm buying you a drink. She'll smile at that one. I might let you, but um, not uh, not tonight. No, not tonight. <sighs> this things. This is a big one too. It's I haven't had a big one like this for a few years. Yeah, I haven't had to be this close up to a big one that I can remember. So yeah. Well, stay safe tonight. You too. And as they part, um, uh, then Alchemy will notice Redeemer coming to join them. She's like, "Hey, you guys okay? There's a big worm out there." Again, Tony, you have no idea what the hell that was. Yeah, what the hell was that thing? Lindworm. Really? It looked like out of a computer game or something. Yeah, I mean, at first I thought it was a Hecantately, but then I realized, you know, it was pure flight and we weren't getting any earthquaking going on, so not one of the hundred-handers. Oh, boy. I am not feeling great. Um, not feeling great mentally. Um, but we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Um, let's just head back. And when we check in from the patrol, we can report the hoardling that's part of its wake. Make sure that, you know, we give a good estimate on their movements because that's important for the mapping people. So, Redeemer, do you mention anything about the uh, fate of Bullrush or nah? Oh, God. Decisions. <laughs> Damn it. Um, she'll say to the group, did you guys fare okay? Things got pretty scary up front. I was up with Char keeping her shielded. Apparently, some of her attacks uh, have unfortunate side effects for her. I saw that guy I fought get dragged by a horde of enemies. I was worried that you guys weren't okay. That's why I came over. Things got a little close. Uh, we came out of it, though. Yeah. I wonder what brought this attack on. We were just just so outnumbered so fast. It's, I'm kind of glad that this happened here and not during our usual patrols because... And then she just stops herself mid-sentence as she thinks of what would have actually happened if it was just the three of them and all this had happened around them. Well, if it was our usual patrols, we would have been inside the city and it would have hit the wall first. And then we would have been called with everyone else. I'm starting to wonder just how much a wall can really do. That thing was huge. I don't yeah. know. I mean... It was flying too, so... Could it fly over the wall, you think? Oh, I mean, the reality stabilizers have to do something. I've not been, like, seriously 
working into scar theory and i'm not sure that i want to yeah this just has jennifer thinking that maybe they're not as safe as they're led to believe they are because as tony just pointed out this thing could really realistically speaking fly over the wall and i will what? i will say that for jennifer and uh you especially like you, you grew up in the city so you know that uh like they do mention like there are all there are defenses against this thing and if it did attack while the uh the reality anchors are in place you know they probably would take it down and kill it and it hasn't attacked so far so though with all the conditions Jennifer has I'm not surprised that she's feeling so paranoid yeah, yeah. I'm flat out paranoid I'm afraid of angry I'm feeling all the feelings right now <laughs> so yeah all three of you are there do you head do you want to head back to the city now or do you want or do you think you could spend the night in the compound well the horde did if it's not in our path going back to the city it it wasn't it, it went it was always away from the city they they went toward the compound and they went retreated back into the the wilds yeah well alchemy's gonna want to head back to the city frankly because um again report on their movements if nothing else it keeps their little patrol justified yeah i agree and we also need to go back to the city to stabilize ourselves again yeah i think jennifer is way too scared to spend any more time out here than she has to all right so i'll just say all all three of you head back to the city without incident but you still decide spend a lot of time watching the looking at looking out into the dark and looking up at the sky and wondering what you what about the things you can't see and with that i think we can call the session there oh god i am so glad i managed to get that little bit of horror in there and so thank you all for listening hope you enjoyed it I know I did. Tune in next time for the next session of Masks the Learning Curve. Want to find out more about the story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.